My name is Sean, and I am joined by my two good friends, Paul and Adam. Today's conversation is liable to get very greasy and disgusting as we regale you with stories from when we all worked at McDonald's. So sit back and let us get mad for you on today's episode of Terrible Tirades. Hey guys, so I wanted to start this off by just saying you guys just introduce yourself and tell us how long you worked at McMordor. Uh, yeah, I'm Paul and uh, I think I worked there, I'm not sure, probably a little bit over a year. I know I started December 2009 um, and I mean it seems like I was there a long time but I guess... Probably just a little bit over a year. Um, I'm sorry. What else am I supposed to tell you about this? That was it. I just, My, how long were you? Okay. How long was your prison sentence at McDonald's? That was pretty much the topic. To- um, you know, a, a year in in real time, but it was an eternity in my mind. Uh, I'm Adam, and I worked at McDonald's for apparently a year and about three months, although I could not remember that until I just looked at it on my Facebook profile, so that'll give you an indication of how I felt about working there, suppressed things. It's funny because we all worked at the same one, right? We were all at the same McDonald's, at, but we not at the same times. At least me and Paul, we worked there at the same time for a small bit of it. Adam, I don't I think I... I worked with you, I think. I don't recall... For a little bit, anyway. It's it's one of those like blocked memories in my past. <laughs> so many bad things happen at McDonald's, and that's where I'm going to start it. So I I worked at McDonald's for the better part of a year and a half. I think after looking back, I think it, it think it was right around a year and a half. And I'm going to start off strong. I'm going to start this podcast topic off very strong with how I got fired from McDonald's. I don't know if you remember hearing the story of the angry ginger in the grill area that punched a, another coworker, but that was me. And to set the scene, it was a college football game day, you know, very high tempo in the grill area or just McDonald's has got cars wrapped all the way around it. And the parking lot's full. Everybody wants to get that double cheeseburger and fries before the game starts. And we had, I think, three call-offs that day. So the grand total of people working the grill was me and this other guy. That was it. Oh, God. And we are behind. Now, this other guy, let's let's call him... Uh, let's just call him Gerald. So, Gerald, he was good at working at McDonald's. <laughs> he was uh, he was not new to working fast food places. Me, I was still in high school at the time, so this this was my first job. But I'd been working there for a while at this point, and I knew what I was what right looked like and everything. And he was making the sandwiches as I was grilling the meat and I know you both know this because you've worked there but for those of you who've not worked at McDonald's or similar fast food chains how McDonald's does their 
meats and stuff, right? They they you pull the meat out of the off the grill. You put them in this little tray that's been there since the beginning of time. These trays are old and disgusting. But you put the meats in the tray and then you put them in these little warmers. Now, from what I remember, at least, and correct me if I'm wrong, these little warmers, once you put the meat in there, you hit a timer. And once the timer goes off, you throw out the meat because the meat is no longer good. It's dry. It's disgusting. Um, I have to say personally that I never did that. But yes, that was what you were supposed to do. <laughs> okay. So this is what was happening for me. We were so behind the second I put any kind of meat in those warmers, they were it was gone. It was taken immediately. So I had no there was no reason for me to hit the little timer on the slots because it was gone. The literal right. minute it was in there. Well, Gerald stops what he's doing, looks at me, and tells me, Hey man, you need to do your job right. I'm like, What? I thought he was joking with me at first. Because obviously we're just trying to get you know the sandwiches out there. We we don't have time. And but no, he legitimately stopped, looked me dead in the eye, and it's like you need to hit the timers. I know you know this. Now at the time, I believe that there were talks about trying to promote Gerald to a manager position, and I think that's what maybe was going on. I don't know. But anyway, so. Because I'm petty, I maliciously complied and I hit the timers. Now, again, if you know if you know how this works, you know that the person who takes the trays out, who is making the sandwiches, is supposed to hit the timers off once the tray is pulled. Guess what Gerald wasn't doing? He wasn't hitting the timers. And so I stopped. I looked Gerald in the face. I said, Gerald? I know you've worked here for a while. And I know you know what right is. You're supposed to be hitting these timers. He blew up on me. He was absolutely livid. He could not believe I stopped work. He couldn't believe that I was trying to call him out. He's like, look how busy we are. I was like, I know. It's crazy, right? And um, from there, just angry banter between the two of us started and... I I said some things I'm probably not proud of at this time. I'm not going to mention. And he said some things that are probably even worse. But it ended with I was had my back turned towards him. I was you know getting the patties off the grill, and something hits me in the back of the head, really hard. I didn't know what it was. I get up all up on him, you know, we're chest and chest and we're screaming this manager from the front who doesn't even know us because he came from another store to try to help out with the flow. Uh, he comes back, he's, whoa, 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 you guys, oh, you guys know each other? Like, what, what's going on back here? I'm like, he just freaking hit me in the back of the head with something. And this, this guy, this is what just sent me over the limit, man. Gerald, cocky little face says, it was just a McChicken, and I lost it. I lost it. I punched him square in the face, and he was on the ground just shocked that I did that, and I just left. Oh, God. 
and I got fired. Obviously, <laughs> we both got fired. Actually, and that's uh, spectacular. It was a wild time, man. <laughs> and, it, and the lobby was packed. Everybody in that lobby had a free show, so everybody saw that crap happen. Yeah, I guess I didn't know it in that in that good of detail before. <laughs> it was after I left. I can only assume because I never heard about this. Yeah, it was definitely after I was gone. It's funny because years later, years later, um, I'd come back visiting Morgantown because I, uh, I don't live there anymore, right? And someone was like, are you the guy? I was like, what? Are, are you the guy who, who punched the other guy in the grill? I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> you're, a, you're a legend. I'm a legend. Are people like scared? They're just like, Dude, hide the McChickens. Hide the McChickens. He gets pissed at that <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm that guy. Like that. That is how I got fired. That was the only time I've ever been fired from anything in my life. And uh, when's the last time you ate a McChicken? Oh, I don't. That's know. a weird question. I mean, it's relevant. <laughs> that you probably have no idea. It's relevant. But I don't. I I have eaten one since then. You still eat them. I guess, I guess you still eat them after that day. But I don't. That's the question. I, I can't not eat one and not think of Gerald every time. I'm like fuck you. Every time fuck you, you eat Gerald, one, you just like just bite into that. Just like let out like a little subtle growl yeah. and just like <laughs> clench your fist. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I've uh, McChickens, man. It was just a McChicken. Oh my gosh, I still hear it. I'm having a PTSD moment right now thinking about it. I'm going to th- dream about this tonight. I'm going to get a McChicken tomorrow. <laughs> so I guess uh, maybe we should all just say how we got fired because we all got fired, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to specifically say what I did. If you can, oh, yours um, is a bit too personal. If you can make it more PG, if you can censor it to a way that you feel is comfortable for you, then by all means. Oh. But if not, don't feel obligated because we have a lot we can I talk about. I will give you some details of at least a day because I didn't... The thing that got me fired didn't get me fired the day I did it until they went back and, and checked the cameras and they saw I was accessing a particular area or thing that I was not supposed to have access to at my lowly uh, peon rank at McDonald's. Um, And it was because um, this one bitch who was like the underling bitch of the head bitch, um, you know, kind of she crossed the line, so I... I did something to fuck with her back, and it and it all kind of blew up in my my face. But you know, I did it not even for me. I was doing it to like protect someone else. Is about as much as I can say. Um, so then, I don't even know what happened. Like you know, I had no response until I went in to get my check. I think it was, and then. Um, so head head bitch lady um, is telling me that I'm fired and that I have to like sign this paper before she's going to give me my check and I'm like why am I fired and then she told me because they saw me on camera doing this thing and I'm like okay true 
<laughs> I might have actually denied it. Actually, I'm like, I'm like, you can't really see exactly what I was doing. You don't know a hundred percent what I was doing. And then she's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're fired. I'm like, well, how about you know the person who caused all of this from the beginning? You're just like overlooking, you know, when she just like shows up here like drunk like in her bra with like just like a jacket hung over her shoulders like all exposed and just acting a fool but that's okay because she's your little rat so you overlook all that shit and then she's just like okay you gotta sign this and I'm like okay and you know I get kind of heated and I'm just like telling her like you know this is bullshit and she's like are you going to talk that way? You're going to have to go outside or you can just leave and take your check. And I get up and she's like, oh, you're leaving. I'm like, no, come outside. Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, and, and a little a little story before this. Um, I don't know if you remember the guy who always used to call me skunk because my hair was dyed funny. Dude that sold Adam a Blackberry. Dave. I'll say Dave because I got nothing against him really. He's just a goofy guy. No, I don't remember him. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, it was Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, he was saying, you know, I don't know why he knew I was going to get fired. This was before I even really did anything. He's like, he's like, the day when she fires you, you're going to cry. <laughs> and I think he was just joking. But I'm like, no, I'm going to make her cry. And so, uh, there I am out in the parking lot yelling at this lady, just like. F this and F that, like, you are the worst manager I've ever seen, just, like, overlooking all this bullshit. You treat your morning crew like gold, and then we have to, like, do, like, breakfast dishes, plus make all your breakfast prep and everything, and it's because you had a really hard time in the morning, I don't care, you're terrible. And then I like see some old man in the parking lot just like going in and I just like scream at the top of my lungs the food is poison <laughs> and then I just leave <laughs> and then um, and then I did hear later that she did go back into the office and cry so I was right and Dave was wrong and I mean looking back on it now like I used to say that and I was like so proud of it but now I feel a little bit bad. I feel I feel just a little bit bad because I mean, as terrible as she was, sometimes I don't know. Maybe maybe there was a reason. I don't know. I I try not to be as big of a dick anymore, but goddamn, she she would just rub me the wrong way, and she would just like have me do the weirdest shit. Like like she would tell me like any time. Like when I'd just say like. Thanks, have a great day. No, she wanted me to say specifically, come back and see us sometime. Like, that sounds fucking yeah. stupid and fake. Yes, I don't... I don't remember... I, I have to think that the person you're talking about is different than the person who would have done this to me. But, you know, people always, when I worked the drive through they complimented me on, like, being so personable and just so, like, you know, human. Yeah in the way that I would talk. And yeah. she would come in there and say, like, you have to greet them with the promo offer. You have to ask them if they want to try X sandwich. 
And I was like, do you realize how robotic that is? Do you realize how that just, like, turns people off most of the time? Unless they already saw a commercial for it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I do want to try that. But, you know, is that really worth pissing (laughs) off the other 90% of people who don't care? Yeah. If you want somebody to do this, go get somebody that's, like, taking psychology and can, like, really fuck people in the head with their subliminal messages because I ain't, I ain't, I ain't a part of this. And, and the person I'm talking about, I don't, you definitely know who it is. Like big red haired lady. Okay. Different person. Now big, big that's is, just a company uh, line. Kind of like a big, like chungus troll lady. Yeah. Different. different troll. Person. That troll. That's the best way to say it. Yeah. yeah. Troll. So I, my story is not, as spectacular, I did not punch anyone. There was no uh, espionage or intrigue. Uh, <laughs> I just got to the point where I fucking hated being there all night when humans should naturally be asleep for the most part. And um, I wasn't sleeping well during the day, because how the hell can you? And that's probably what contributed to me getting sick. I got sick a lot. I've always had sinus problems, but when I was working overnights, it was so bad. It was only a year and three months, and I was sick probably more than three or four times. And so the last time I was sick, I was like, I'm just, I, I don't know if I can do this. I have to call off. But the thing about McDonald's that I've seen, I've seen this happen with other people as well. So I think it's sort of a... just a thing that happens with McDonald's for some reason. It's like you actually... you get to know the people that you work with and you form relationships outside of work, even if you didn't know each other before a lot of the times. And so I had a pretty good friendship with the guy that I was going to have to call off on. And I knew that if I talked to him he would like 75% most likely convince me to come in that night even though I was sick even though I didn't want to be there and so I just took a bunch of NyQuil and laid down and turned my phone off because I didn't want to fucking deal with it anymore and I did that for three days and then they were like well can't come back from that so I was like well whatever yeah, usually if you do, like, no call, no show for two days in a row, I think that was it. Yeah. You can get away with, like, one every few months, maybe. So we're a bunch of degenerates. We've all, we were all fired from uh, yeah. McDonald's. I think we all had our valid reasons, though. I mean, no, it wasn't just, like, it's not like we were causing harm to customers or anything, like, yeah, uh, serving absolutely just disgusting uncooked stuff on purpose or spitting in food or anything like that that you hear about people's doing on uh on news and stuff we we weren't doing any of that it was we hated mcdonald's <laughs> or we hated the people we worked with or something of that nature i definitely never spit anything or served anything off the floor no but there were a few times when i let the burger sit in like a shit ton of grease on purpose and i'm just like i'm gonna give these Yes, some greasy ass burgers, and they're gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> it's probably worse. Those burgers are the best tasting burgers, honestly. They probably were playing the long game. They probably were. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I don't. I didn't really want to kill them, but at the time, I thought I might have. 
Well, that's a good segue, though. So you were talking about these in, these individuals that you wanted to serve, like very greasy stuff. Who were your most annoying customers, or what are some like annoying mm. customer stories or most memorable customer? First one that comes to my mind is the decaf Jew. <laughs> you guys know him, right? Oh. Was he annoying to you? I just thought no, okay. he, he was just, he no, most he memorable, was not annoying at all. Very he memorable. would always yes, very memorable. He in like any time, <laughs> I think it was uh, either you or your wife. Paul yeah. sent me a couple messages like, oh, spotted them at Walmart. It was like, There's a YouTube video a on my other channel of him. Y- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was, but was, he was so memorable because he'd always come yeah. in every We saw him in the mall um, right before Christmas, I think. Oh, this year? He was just walking around the mall. I think he was just there to get exercise. Honestly. That's good to know that he's still kicking. That's yeah. good, man. Yeah, there is some good in the world. Thank God. He's a he was always a he was a proper gentleman. I would say, you know, he just come up, senior decaf. I won the cream. I won the Splenda. Yep. <laughs> I, I remember time. his order, and an, and another very specific coffee order, and uh, and a unique individual. I think uh, Dale called him Coat Man or the the coffee hobo. He went by a few names. He. And I'm sure that poor guy's long gone. He was pretty old back then. But he would always come up, and everybody thought he was just, like, the grouchiest guy. He would, he would like, stand. You know how there's, like, the, the doors on each side, and there's that little cube area where you can just kind of stand in the middle where you're not really in the restaurant, but you're not outside? Yeah, like the mudroom yeah. of McDonald's. He would just, yeah, the mudroom. Yeah. He would just stand in there for, like, hours and hours because I think people are less likely to tell him to leave there or something. He would come uh, in. I'd be more likely to tell him to leave there. Yeah, he, deterring people to come in. He he would come in every once in a while and just order a, a senior, like a, a just a cup of coffee. He would he would come up though, and he would always ask for a half a cup of coffee. And I don't think anybody ever gave him a half a cup. Maybe he was wanting to put booze in it. I don't know. But one day I give him a half a cup exactly as he asked, and he goes, "Thank you, friend." <laughs> I'm like I'm the only guy that listened. <laughs> he pulled out a bottle of Bailey's, probably. Yeah, whiskey, probably. <laughs> I I have a pretty good customer story. Um, I I do I have to I, honorable mention first. Anybody who comes through drunk at 3 a.m. just hmm. annoys the piss out of you. Straight from the bar. Through the drive-thru or in, inside? But I know exactly the people you're talking Either about. Either one, but through the drive-thru is where they commonly, most commonly occur. There was this one guy, big truck, always come by at like right after the bars closed, whenever that was. It was a holiday and the bars closed at 1. Here he is at 1. Regular <laughs> night and they closed at 3. There he comes at 3. Him and his girlfriend or wife or whatever, and they'd always get two double quarter pounders, which was a pain in the ass to cook, especially at 3 a.m. Oh, jeez. That's like all the meat. Yeah. <laughs> but the most, they weren't, you know, they were just drunk and hungry, so did, did you whatever. See, That's, it's um, annoying, but. I was just going to say, speaking of the drunk guys, there was like a, like, a, like a Spanish dude probably in the 20s or 30s. He just came through at 3 a.m., super wasted. There was just puke. All over the side of his car. No, I'm like, I never dude, saw that. I don't even want to like reach out and grab your money. 
It's nasty. But uh, I had a bad experience in the morning with one customer. Uh, this was... It wasn't super early. I think it was near lunch. But I was working the morning shift sometimes. Not just overnights. And this guy came through and he paid in cash. Which is... You know, this is kind of annoying to begin with because the credit cards are just so much easier to run. Um, it must be even better now with just like paying on the app or whatever, Apple Pay and all that. Um, oh, yeah. But I had to hand him back his change, and his change was like, I don't know, $2.27 or something? Something like that. And I dropped one dime on the ground, handing it over to him through the window. And he got so pissed over that dime. He was like, you, you dropped my money. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's uh, It was one dime. You know, here's the rest of it. You, is that okay? Wow. Next level when I asked him if it was okay. <laughs> no, it's not fucking okay. You dropped my money. You go get your manager. You open this drawer right now, and you give me another dime. And then... I was like, oh, okay, really? And he was like, yes, really, you piece of shit. What do you think? <laughs> that you uh. can drop my money? And I'm like, you mother... It's a dime. It's just a dime, man. What else is going on in your life? Let it go. <laughs> but I, I had to go get a manager and open the drawer and give this dude another dime. And then I heard him yell about me when he went up to the next window to pick up his food. And I was like, wow, that's just, I've never experienced anything like that before or since. It was crazy. I actually did experience something exactly like that during during the day. Um, before, I guess, the whole Karen meme was really a thing. This She was very much a Karen, you know, had that kind of like, I want to speak to your manager haircut, probably in like her upper 50s. Um, you know, she came through the back drive through window and I like drop her change. I think it was mostly like pennies and shit. Nothing, no, no big silver. And she's just like, what are you going to do about this? I'm like, um, I don't know. I can't reach it. She's like, well, you better come out here. So I like, I was just like, oh geez, this is happening. And I walk all the way around outside. Just like, you know, hold the lines just like held up just like I'm walking around all these other people you know they see my headset probably on they're like oh this is why we're not moving this guy's like not taking orders (laughs) what the hell is going on and I have to like shimmy in between her car and the wall and pick up her change and I'm like here you go (laughs) can I do anything else for you and then yeah that was terrible I never had any of that I I do remember I didn't work uh, register or the window very much, but there was this one night I remember I handed this lady her drink and she grabbed it by the lid and it just oh, it came off. You know, the lid just came off. I went all <laughs> over her upholstery. Oh, that's and bad. She had like, I mean, she had like really nice leather. So that's all I remember about it. it was like my, I think it was like a BMW or something. I don't know. Mm. And she, I just remember her looking at me like just wide eyed. She didn't say anything. She just looked at me and was like, uh, 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 and then drove off. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you got lucky. 
I'm just going to close the window. <laughs> go wash some dishes for a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Get back on the grill, please. But but how many times did you have someone come in and cuz you you brought up the drive-through catastrophes and it just reminded me of all these times where we got the order wrong or they got the wrong order or or, or it wasn't exactly to their specifications so they would come back in. Do you have any of those stories? I have one, and it involves our friend, um, a.k.a. the Dark Lord. And I, I remember he was the manager at the time. And this guy comes in, and he's, he's so full of himself. He's so angry, too, that his food, his order was wrong. I don't know what his order was. I don't even recall. It wasn't anything, like, major. It was just, I think he just got the wrong... Uh, sandwich or something like I. I mean that is a major, I guess, but it's not a uh, the 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 way he handled it was just ridiculous. He came in and he was screaming at like at me, asking to see my manager, and you know obviously the Dark Lord was right there. And he goes, "I'm the manager," and he's going on about how we're all dumb and insignificant and won't amount to anything in life. And, uh, he has an important job. He has a degree or a degree. Uh, and he makes four times as much, uh, as much as we do in half a year or something like that. I don't remember. He had all this stuff and the manager was, I just remember him talking down to him in such a way, so poetically, like just making this guy look like an absolute fool. And it, it was something I, I'll never forget is just how easily, effortlessly our friend, the the manager, was able to just talk down to this guy. And then the guy just didn't have anything else to say. I just, I just remember him being like, all right, so you, you want to take this outside? Because the guy wanted to fight us or at the end of it. Like, he was just ready to fight. But he ended up just leaving and didn't get his order or anything. But it was just... It was, that was my worst experience with someone coming in with the wrong order. I, I didn't really have that too much. But I tried to not work in the grill. I hated the grill. I too hated the grill. Even though you had to deal with people, it was like it was a pretty good trade-off in my mind, man. Because like the people in the grill, you were just you had to do stuff constantly, and if you missed one second, you know, then you're backed up. Made one sandwich wrong, cooked one thing wrong, you're done. Plus, you're covered in grease, and it's terrible. And then if if you are the unlucky fool that has to be working with Scooter that day, then you're double fucked. Because he would just <laughs> randomly be like, oh, hey, I'm going to go uh, get some chicken nuggets and I'll be right back. Dude was gone for like half an hour. Like, I'm like, what did you find? Like fucking Narnia in that fridge? Like, where did you go, dude? Where have check you been? Behind, check behind <laughs> the chicken boxes for juice stains. That's... <laughs> Oh God! Perfect, perfect segue into uh, most annoying coworker or manager, mm-hmm. and I forgot about Scooter. I think he, where I think he went to go work for 
like a fire department or something. Oh God, they're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But yeah, man, I forgot how absolutely slow he was at everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know that I had annoying coworkers, but I wanted to bring up like just how full of themselves the entire management structure was right yeah. like we talked about on the other episode before the people who try to navigate above their rank and they do it in mm. an annoying way yeah. yeah donald's was so bad for that like for anyone who doesn't know the the structure there is the lowest member is a crew member above that is a crew trainer above that is a manager assistant manager store manager general manager right so yeah, you guys remember right. okay yeah. so the crew and the crew trainers were pretty much one and the same there's nothing that the crew trainer uh, could do that the crew couldn't really they were just more experienced and they had a little bit of a promotion but every level where you got more authority starting with manager there was somebody below that who would try to act like they could do what the next person up does. There were crew trainers who tried to act like they could tell you what to do, like managers. There were managers who tried to tell you that they could like affect your hours or fire you like an assistant manager. Yeah. And it just up and up and up and <sighs> I I have a coworker from then that I think we can all agree was probably the worst one to work with. And uh, I won't say her name, but I will say uh, Chastity. That's a very ironic name. <laughs> <laughs> but she was something else. And exactly with what you were saying there, Adam, she just leaked uh, authority. Right. As I soon did. as she had the smallest bit of power. She was a crew she, trainer, right? Well, she became a manager. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I wasn't there for that. She, thank God. She, I, Probably I after. wasn't either. It was after I was fired. But it was not long after. Um, or maybe maybe she had just became a manager and then I got fired like right right around then. Good timing then. Last time I saw her was at, at Taco Bell. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I just act like nothing ha- ever happened now. You know, I mean. Hopefully she's changed somewhat. I don't know. I <laughs> saw her a few years ago visiting another friend that we all know, and she seemed pretty chill. Like, Yeah, that's good. I mean, she was pretty young back then, so I mean, yeah. that could have a lot to do with it. I think she was the same age as me. Oh, really? Yeah, I think... Uh... Yeah. yeah, she was in the same grade as me. You were pretty young back then. <laughs> I was, yeah. I'm the <laughs> youngest of this group. That's true. And then my brother obviously worked with us as well for a small amount of time. Well, he worked there a, a lot longer than I did. But Yeah, I knew him and uh, Christian before they ever knew me. Like, we would just sit there, like, when we we're... I think it'd be, like, me, Adam, Brian, and... Ron all just sitting around and Ron would be like 
Cause he, cause Ron worked there before all of this too, and he'd just be like pointing out and be like, "Here's Christian and, and Dale," and he was just like, he was like trying to make up like drama that didn't even exist. He would get us free food, right? Or is that something I just imagined? Nah, he would. Yeah, he yeah. Would. Just like go, go make these sandwiches off the off the board. Yeah, the Dark Lord would be working there, and he would appease us. <laughs> Did anybody have a good customer experience? I think you did, Paul. I, I didn't I definitely really. Did <laughs> oh yeah, you you should tell that story. Um, yeah, I don't know how to tell it exactly. It was just like this real nice old like. He's reminded me of, like some old like country guy or like a farmer, or something. He would just like come up and uh, he would uh. I don't know how to say this or if I should say this, but he would uh, introduce me to, to Gerald sometimes. Like, he would just, like, drive by in the window and then uh, drop me off a little something. He's like, what do you think of that? And I'm like, oh, thank you very much for the tip. Uh, <laughs> um, Different Gerald from my story. Yeah, not that Gerald. Fuck that Gerald. Yeah. There's a good yes. Gerald and there's a bad Gerald. Um. Very, very different kinds of Gerald. I don't think I ever had like a customer stand out for being like super nice, but I do remember one time it was super uh, ego lifter for me because uh, you know young boy in high school. But I had to. I was working a window at night on a weekend, and this girl asked me for my number, and I was like, "Aw." I didn't give it to her because I was dating, but I, I was like, uh, it made me feel really good about myself. That's probably the best customer experience I had there. Yeah, if you're covered in grease and they hit on you, that's something. Yeah. Okay, so I I think I may have said this earlier. I like to refer to McDonald's as McMordor. I think I picked that up whenever we were working there. I don't remember who said it first. I don't know, but it's something I I say often. Do you guys have any other really good bangers and names, titles for McDonald's that you've said throughout the years that you'd be willing to say? <laughs> um, if I knew any, I would I would say them. Uh... I I don't remember. Not really. Just like. The, the the place that I hate. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't know. We'll like, move on then. Sorry, I got that others. was. I got. Others. If it was, I blocked it from my memory. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now, but like there were a, a lot of my times there. I mean, it's amazing. I remember as much shit as I do because there were a lot of very uh, fucking fuzzy, hazy memories there. Like a lot of times when. I just, I didn't even know what was going on. What is something that you could say, since we have the insider knowledge of how the inner workings of McDonald's is, right? Or how it mm-hmm. operates. What's something that you could say about McDonald's that would deter anyone from ever wanting to eat there again? Hmm. I think mine would be that it's very easy for, like, way, way too easy for your meat to not be cooked because the grill the grill setting like how it works at mcdonald's 
you don't like it's not like burger flipping mm-hmm. like you you would imagine it's this humongous clamp like yeah. hydraulically driven clamp that comes down onto the grill and presses it down for a very specific amount of time depending on the type of meat that you put on there and 90% of the time either it's not calibrated right it's not at the right temperature or something and whenever it comes up it's not fully cooked. And I think the idea was that you're supposed to put it in the timer or that little warmer, hit the timer, and you hit that sweet spot for it right. to finish cooking. I don't know. Yes. The heat from the grill and the heat from the warmer tray combine to, like, kind of finalize the cooking over the next five to ten minutes. So what do you do when you get a rush and and you're, like, cooking and immediately serving like they're coming straight from the grill to the bun so you refer back to my previous story where exactly that was happening and i couldn't even put them in the warmer because they were getting taken immediately that (laughs) that happens at mcdonald's a lot especially during like lunch rushes and stuff and i don't think it's changed i'm pretty sure it's still the same Uh, i personally anytime i go to fast food restaurants because of mcdonald's i will only ever order fried foods because it's I know it's cooked. You know what I mean? Like it's no, had not this... necessarily. That doesn't yeah, always I mean, get cooked get either. Up too. It's okay. Yeah. There's a higher probability that it, it's cooked. Well, I would rather have uncooked meat than uncooked chicken. Yeah, I had a bad experience with McChicken about a year or two ago. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, your bad experience with a McChicken? I I went to a McDonald's right after I got off work. I didn't feel like cooking that night and uh, I ordered a McChicken. They were in a bad rush and uh, I guess it was undercooked or something. Made me just horribly sick for like a day and a half. Oh man. Now you're making me second guess my chicken uh, or my fried foods theory. Yeah, I've never really had a burger that seemed underdone there. I'm sure other people have, but like I would think it would happen more often with the quarter pounders too because they're thicker. I think the thing is that like they they can even if if whether they hit that warmer tray or not, they continue to cook just because they're so damn hot when they come off the grill. So in order for you to have like the maximum E. coli or whatever you want to <laughs> say, you would have to take it right after they hand it to you and like shove it in your mouth. Because you, it's cooking in the bag as you're taking it home a little bit, too. You know as well as I do that that happens. Like, Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. You get burned as well, then, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's too hot. Um, I think more than anything, you should be worried about the, the, the fucking french fries. You're not going to have undercooked ones, but, I mean... I don't know if you've ever had to been the guy who works overnight in the back window that cleans the fucking fried bin out, but that is the worst thing probably to do at McDonald's because it's like it's big. It's like I'm like I have to spread my arms out like I'm a, like a goddamn eagle to even yeah. be able to pick this thing up. It's just like this big wide tub. It doesn't fit in the sink. You bring it back to the sink and just sit it on top of the sink and you're spraying it. And there's just like fucking like an ocean of salt flying up, getting in your hair, all over your clothes. You'll never oh, get have... all the grease off of it. No, uh, never. Yeah. You have to burn it. Like, you, you go down until you're like, this is an acceptable amount of grease. I give up <laughs> for today. And you throw it back over there. 
Yeah, I, that's that's the thing I hated the most at McDonald's by far, even more than chastity. Not even she was that salty. <laughs> I I actually never attended the uh, changing gears here a little bit. But I never actually went to that required training, the food handlers course. Not oh, once. I did. So you didn't have a license? Nah. Oh, you rebel. I d- totally didn't. Because I first, when I was hired on, no one told me about it. No one said anything about it during my introduction, <laughs> during the training, nothing at all. And I just remember <laughs> seeing my name on a board, a whiteboard on the back of like people who need to still go get the license. <laughs> I was like, what is this license? And Dale, my brother, he was like, oh, you don't have that? Yeah, you got (laughs) to go through the city and take this course and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to. And I just, like, took my finger and erased my name from the whiteboard, (laughs) and I never had to get the – no one ever brought it up again. (laughs) Problem solved. You know, I'm going to say the whole food handler thing is, is, is bullshit. It's a racket. And I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you should do some kind of safety thing. But here's here's what I think is bullshit. There's a whole big group of people. They all go and listen to the same fucking seminar. But some of us are poorer than others. And did you know that depending on the amount of money you pay at the end of this is how long your license is good for? <laughs> oh, so if I pay. Twenty dollars instead of ten. I'm I'm able to remember this longer. Is that how this works? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never went. I never did it. Yeah. It's is just a boring shit. And I don't know about just like some really OCD lady who's like, just like telling you that like everything is contaminated. Everything, even if you don't think it's contaminated, it's cross-contaminated because he touched the spatula after he touched the toilet or something. That's like the one thing I remember from it. They're like, just don't, don't touch anything with the beef that you touch with the chicken. That's like, if you don't oh, remember yeah. anything else from this, just take that with you. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. I now consider myself certified. Thank you, Adam, for the class. <laughs> um... Um, well, we're getting close to the end. I'll, I, I got two more little topics that should be able to put us right there near the end. Uh, we talked about most annoying customers and coworkers and managers. So I want to know what it was your longest shift. For me, I can recall a 16-hour shift. And actually, Paul, I stayed at your house or your apartment there that night because I worked the 16-hour shift and then went to your place to crash and then went back and worked an 8-hour shift that I picked up for someone else. Yeah, it was like four hours later or something. (laughs) So that was when we lived together. So That was the apartment with all the fucking bed bugs. Yeah. yeah, glorious times, and, yeah. and the neighbor scoop who could not read. But yeah, I, that's the longest shift I've worked. Sixteen so hours. Straight. How how did you get roped into sixteen hours? Well, one, uh, I like money, so it was the summer, and I didn't have school because I was still in high school during that time. 
So it was probably illegal. Probably shouldn't have been able to do that anyway. Um, but it was Ron who asked if I could work another eight-hour shift. He goes, you know, you know, I do it all the time. Just drink some espresso, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't drink coffee at the time. But I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll, I'll take it because I, I want more monies. And I did that. And then halfway through that shift, the, the new eight-hour shift, I was asked if I could take the eight hour, the n- another eight hour shift for the morning because they someone had already called off. And oh I was wired at that point. I was just wired. And I was like, "Yes, do it." <laughs> <laughs> and then you regret it later. Oh, I, I I still regret it to this day. I'm sure there's some permanent damage somewhere in my body from McDonald's. I burnt myself a lot too. Yeah. I think I vaguely remember that. I just came out of my room, and I was like, why is Sean on the couch? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I'm trying to remember this. You, uh, let's see, what happened that night? I, I remember you beat my ass at Tekken or something. Oh, shit. Or maybe it was Mario. Uh, uh, Might have been Tekken. Super we were Smash. definitely playing some Tekken. I know Adam would always play as Paul. That's not confusing at all. Um, yeah, Paul Phoenix. And I, I like to be the bear, Kuma. So that's wild that you just got talked into that, though. So I, I was a young, impressionable child. <laughs> I get. I, I was only... How, how much older am I than you? Three or four years? I'm 29. Sure. If, not even 30. Because I'm going to be 34 soon. Um. So mine was about. I think it was around the same amount of time, probably a little less. But I would did not choose it. <laughs> it was a bad winter day. Oh man! And I worked an overnight, and it, oh. when I around the time I got there, it started snowing, and it kept snowing, and the call offs started coming in. Uh huh. And it was like, you know, what would that be? I usually went in at around 8, and then I would get off at like 6 in the morning when the morning crew came in. I think I was there until 10 a.m., maybe somewhere between 10 a.m. and noon, I think. And finally, like, two more people walked in the door, and as soon as they walked in the door, I was like, all right, see you guys. I'm out. (laughs) Oh, just straight so you, home. I wouldn't. I don't know. N- knowing now what I know, and just how petty I've gotten over the years, the second my shift was over, I probably clocked out and left. I'd be like, bye. It's on you. Well, I think I would have had some trouble driving home anyway, because the snow was actually bad. So I was like, well, I kind of, you know, That's what true, am I yes. gonna do? Go sit over here and not get paid to like sleep on this uncomfortable chair while they plow the roads or that wasn't the day when all the guys that were coming through like from Canada stopped in there was it and they were like making fun of everybody like why is everyone driving so slow this is normal and then might have been I can't remember so this is when I found out that not all people from Canada are nice that was always my impression they're like oh the nice Canadian people with their free health care they're just so friendly 
Well, these guys were like a bunch of like old rich doctor golfer Canadian douchebags. And they like come up to me and they're like, oh, we'd like to get an application. I'm like, just like, okay, here you go. And then they just like laugh at me like, he thought I was serious. (laughs) No, no, we don't want to work here in your greasy, dirty place. And I'm like, what what kind of a joke is this? Like, where's the funny where did you get, what did you get from this joke? What was the purpose? <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever have people say things to you you just didn't understand in the drive-thru? Because, like, it's so standard. They just come up and, you know, you, hi, can I take your order? And they start listing foods and stuff. And then, did you ever have anybody joke with you or anything? Because I had one, I thought it was a joke. Except I wasn't, like, I hadn't heard of the meme yet. A guy came up and asked me for a McGangbang. And I was like, uh, is this fucker trying to be funny? What? That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it. This was 2009. I always and got I pissed off. heard of it before, so I was like, what are you, dude, I mean, uh, yeah, that's funny, I guess. What? What is it? He's like, no, 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 it's, you know, we put the chicken in between the burgers. And I'm like... Oh yeah, I've, no, I've never heard of that. I don't. I can sell you the burger and the chicken sandwich. I don't know if I can tell the guy back there to do that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would just refuse. I'd be like, we don't have it. You're not funny. Yeah, I remember that. I I don't remember who introduced me to that. The, they were the, so into it, like they just like thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, it sounds yeah. slightly provocative and, and yeah. it confuses people. <laughs> we're very cool. But the cool. thing is. Well, no, but they were just like, they wanted it. They ordered the stuff, and, and I was like, dude, even if you had heard of that, do you think you can just come up to a random person and say that yeah. and just assume that they heard the same shit on the internet that you did last week? Yeah, <laughs> everybody everybody at McDonald's has the, the secret menu. I don't, the McGangbang, number five and a half. Yeah, it's all yours, buddy. We got it. I think they're planning on, like, trying to confuse you. I think they want you to, like, be like, what's that? And they'll be like, oh, you don't know, bro. It's only like the fucking sickest thing ever. Like it's a it's a fucking piece of chicken on a burger. Shut the fuck up, dude. It's not, it's, it's, it's not that special. It's not that good. Whatever. Final question: Would you work there again? And if you were, like, what would be the required amount of money to get you to work there? Um. Everybody has a price. Name your price. More than I'm getting paid now, that's for sure. Yeah, um, I think the answer for me would pretty much be a hard no in terms of realistic prices. You know, you have to throw that out there, but maybe if they offered me, like, I I was saying a couple of years ago, $30 an hour, but with the way that inflation's going now, I think it would have to be like 40 or 50 at this point. Just ridiculous money. You'd be living yeah. pretty comfortable with that. That's, that's probably spot on what I would say. Um, maybe I would do it for for like 30 or slightly less than 30 on one stipulation. And, and, and this will include one of my, my best memories of McDonald's. If, if instead of doing drive-thru or, or burger flipping, which I don't know why they say that. We don't flip them. No. We're not burger flippers. We're burger pressers. They're they're just like fucking plinko chips, and we just sit them down there and claim. Even them. at Burger King, you're not a flipper. You're a putter on conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked Burger King's method more, but I hated that I had to empty out the grease vats. 
at night. That was terrible. I always felt like I was going to die. It was like this like fucking thing that looked like some guy whose first day on the job welding like put together this tube on wheels. It was like, this is going to fall apart and burn the fuck out of me. And I got to like hoist it up into this fucking grease dumpster. Anyways, though, I will come back to McDonald's for about $30 per hour if they give me the the one job I did for like a couple days there. Um, it was probably right before I got fired. And then I think they, they stopped doing this after I left too, which is, is sad. But I got to do bingo for the old people in the lobby. I remember and they, that. And they, they love you. You call out B93 and you just see the smile on their faces. They're like, I'm probably going to die soon, but I don't care. I just got a fucking bingo. Bingo. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about was, bingo. So, like, if you want to pay me 30 bucks an hour to do bingo every day, sign me up. Was it every day or was it, like, every Sunday? I don't know. Maybe it was every Sunday. I'll, I'll just work once a week on Sundays, whatever. I remember that, though. I remember, I, like, we had the bingo signs and stuff we put up and, like... It was, was awesome. I don't think I ever witnessed it, but I saw the stuff in the back. It was just such a relief from the normal being covered in grease and getting yelled at. Like, instead of doing all that, you're just making people happy and they're winning like fucking coupons for burgers and shit you know? oh <laughs> like anything can be a relief from that like i used to get excited when they told me to clean the parking lot yeah like that's fucking pathetic but i didn't want to be in that kitchen anymore so i was like all right let's go clean the parking lot let's see how <laughs> long we can lobby, make this last i would rather clean yeah. the lobby i think too now, anytime i had to deal with customers i got i didn't like it that's the only reason i stayed in the grill I'd, I'd do the grill and I'd unload the truck all the time because I didn't have to deal with people when I did that. It was easier to deal with customers if you were working with Gerald, not the not the McChicken yeah. Gerald, but the other Gerald. He made the times pass better and he always had all the answers. He didn't care what they said to you. You'd just be like, what, you're mad? Um, what do you want? You want free shit? Go away. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not loyal to McDonald's. Oh, no. I would just be like, that, that, people are just like, I don't know what to do to make these people happy. Give them free stuff. If nine times out of ten, <laughs> that works, unless they're yeah. just looking for a fight. Yep. Um, like, I remember me and Ron ordered a pizza from Vichelli's and fucked them because they suck. They just sent me, like, it was black. It sent me, uh. like, a pizza. It was just, like, burned the fuck up, and it was delivered. And we called them back. I'm like, yo, this pizza is black. Um, what the fuck? He's just like, and he was the manager too. He's like, I, I just, uh, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do about this. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, refund. Give me another pizza. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the simplest thing in the world. I have a burnt pizza. Make another pizza. Unless that was like the only pizza you have today. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, the answer is pretty simple when you're dealing with stuff like that, especially fast food. Yeah, is is not worth having an angry customer because they're going to make a scene. They're going to make all your other customers uncomfortable. Giving them a burger that costs like fucking ten cents to make is one hundred percent the answer. I agree, and I think on that note we can probably bring this to an end. So I had a lot of fun 
today talking talking just reminiscing uh about our you know my incident getting fired and i'll have memories about that tonight i'll definitely be dreaming about that tonight in the fetal positions mcchicken it was just mcchicken but listen to your guys's experience and our shared experiences i had a lot of fun so thanks so much for coming out and making time to record with me today sadly dale couldn't be here but hopefully next time uh we didn't establish what we're going to talk about next time, but we'll figure it out. And with that, we're going to bring it to a close. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of Terrible Tirades. And if you liked what you heard, you can go on YouTube and uh, listen to it again if you want, because it'll be posted there or just some small clips from here. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bring back Mac tonight, baby. <laughs> <laughs>